Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skrætte af alle de der podcast og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel. 
All right, guys, let's get to some more choice morsels from the Champions League last 16. Inter nil, Liverpool two. A bit an exciting night from many perspectives. Um, James Milner getting his 800th appearance. Little Harvey Elliott starting. Yeah. And also Simone Inzaghi apparently overheard in the in the tunnel warning players about Harvey Elliott. Wow. That's cute, isn't it? It is. Play the mm. man some homage. Or possibly he was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know much about ladder. this one. So. <laughs> he's had, he's had yeah. an injury and he's, and he's starting. Um very enjoyable first first goal. I thought pretty well organised, lovely corner, and I, I do like a glancing header, Andy. Mm. Yeah, well, Liverpool would have taken anything at that point, given Ooh. that it was their first effort on target. Well, it was their first yeah. effort yeah. on target, wasn't it? And also, it came completely against the run of play. Mm. Uh, yeah. You know, they were really under the pump. Um, Luis Diaz coming on, well, that triple substitution changed uh, a lot, and Luis Diaz enabled them to play on the front foot a little bit more. But they did really well to hang on, in, the, in especially in the first part of that second half, I thought, Liverpool. But Inter were excellent. You thought they were uh, hanging on, sorry? In the first, in the first, first part half. of the second half, yeah, they, they were, uh, I think, for the first, what, 20 minutes. Okay. And, uh, you know, they defended really, really well, Liverpool. I, you can't have any argument with that. They're excellent. But um, I thought what was, what was interesting is I've never felt at any point this season that Inter have massively missed Lukaku because Edin Dzeko has been great. Mm. Um, I think it was Karl Anker who uh, brilliantly described him on Twitter last night as a store brand Robert Lewandowski, which <laughs> I, I think is a really good description yeah. actually of Edin Dzeko. And not disrespectfully because of course Lewandowski is the best of the best. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. And like we're talking M&S or Waitrose as well, right? It's still, you know, it's still some pretty good stuff. Oh yeah, I think not even essentials. Yeah. yeah, we're talking taste the difference. Uh, I, I, I think I'm mixing my supermarkets there. But I, I think this was the first time this season that I felt that they missed they missed Lukaku. Yeah. If they have Lukaku chasing those thankless long balls, is mm. is is different. It's it's a totally different game, and 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 Liverpool have have got something else to deal with. Van Dijk's amazing in that situation. That particular mm. moment where Lautaro Martinez was sort of running at him. He almost looked like he was running through treacle, which is weird because he's, you know, you don't sort of associate him as being like this particularly, particularly slow player. But mm. and I just gave him nowhere to go, just shepherded him out so calmly. He is so zen. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird to see any footballer that comfortable. It's I like, feel like you barely see him run. We talk about it all the time, but he just doesn't need to. It's like he slows the player around him down somehow rather the, than him needing zen-ness. to speed up. It's a little bit like, you know, when uh, they did those... Halloween pack. I think it was Carl Walker did those Halloween pranks at Tottenham yes. on all the players and the ones who weren't scared were Moussa Dembele and Jan Vertonghen and mm. you could, it was that kind and of could have zen, predicted wasn't it, it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a very good comparison yeah. I suppose it's the thing we talk about you know people being able to last ditch tackles are fun but you shouldn't ever be making them mm. because you should be reading the game 10,000 steps said like Pep Guardiola yeah, world, yeah. excellent Absolutely. yeah 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 um, by the way did you see the play speaking of Pep Guardiola um, did, did you see that plane they had to be diverted City to uh, to Liverpool on the subject of Storm Dudley yeah they tried to land three times and then had to go to Liverpool I don't know if there's some sort of footballing metaphor mm. in there after Pep called Liverpool a pain in the arse um, Sadio Mane revealed that he and Mo Salah have got a pact of silence about the AFCON final. Now, I don't know much, Jim, about pacts of silence. Mm. But I feel like he's like not talking about them probably 
the main first well, thing. Well, I can't reveal any of mine for obvious reasons, um, <laughs> but I can tell you they do work. Um, <laughs> that, I mean, well, the thing is, Egypt and Senegal play each other in a, in a World Cup qualifier, don't they? So, uh, which is, which this, is this presumably isn't over why. almost, yeah. yeah. So they probably want to just like not. Um, they probably just both want to give each other the best chance possible in that, and not think about what is probably a quite stressful situation in that dressing room. Also, also, you can say a pact of silence is is one thing. It wouldn't stop Sadio Mane put in a photo of himself holding the trophy in Mo Salah's pocket. It's would silent. it in the changing room? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You just got to be more creative. Yeah, the mind games are a lot stronger if you can't use words. I would imagine. Do you th- oh do you think like a WhatsApp message does that count? Does that count? Silent? Good question. It is fundamentally silent if you've got your notifications turned off. Yeah, I think even I'm... a GIF. What? The, who writes WhatsApp messages? Surely it's got to be voice notes in this day and age, right? Well, not with the pact of silence. <laughs> <laughs> That's immediately out the window. He might be more cheerful about the fact that he becomes Mo Salah, the only the second ever player to score against both Milan clubs in the same Champions League season. Yeah. He loves he loves a goal away at Inter though. Mo Salah loves it from his time in Italy. Following the footsteps of Peter Crouch in 2010 yeah, that, that, that's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I modelled my game on Peter. He yeah. didn't. He didn't say. Well, Wayne Rooney <laughs> said he wouldn't mind being compared to Peter Crouch in his new film, didn't he? Oh, no, I haven't seen this. Yeah, he said, uh, if, I, if I get compared to Pele or Peter Crouch, I, I don't mind. It doesn't make any difference to me. Oh, is that not a bit like my... Um, the only person I aspire to be is myself. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the thing is, he start uh, he starts to say it, and then he realises that it might come That's out as a fun. bit of a sledge on Peter Crouch, and then he just sort of sticks on a for example. Mm. On the end. It's excellent, the Rooney film. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Really good. All really right. Good. Yeah. Let's have a watch party. What yeah. is a watch party? What do you think it is? <laughs> All the information you need is in the, in the name. <laughs> I was pleased that Firmino scored. I like the way he got up ahead of Bastoni for that goal because he's had a bit of a tough season and he only came on. Dega Jota's got an ankle injury of yes. some kind that's being assessed. I think it, D- it might didn't be look quite too bad. bad. After, oh, really? Oh, really? Klopp was saying after the game it didn't actually look too bad. That's, that's a shame. I hope not because he's just yeah. a joy to watch, isn't he, Jota? But that is what you get from Firmino, isn't it? In a, in a moment like that, when he wasn't even necessarily expecting to play, he comes on and makes a difference in what at that point had become quite a sort of tight game. Because as you say, Inter were really on top in that second half. But he, he's just so reliable like that, Firmino. Yeah. He's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other key elements, Sadio Mano's probably with the first ever should have scored their bicycle kick. <laughs> and uh, Joel Matip hitting Jordan Henderson on the head I in love the celebration. That. And well, it, it Jordan Henderson looking extremely not. But it, it wasn't just Jordan Henderson who got hit on the head. No, he, it's he, all, he went around three. Everyone on the head, At didn't least. he? Yeah. Oh, what is Jordan saying? I should get some more elaborate celebration. No, I think if he, you're was, he was else, the first you one. Don't do that to the he, was, he was just the first one to get the hump about it. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's an odd. It's an odd thing to do, isn't it? Oh, everyone's distracted. Give him a little slap on the head. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't wasn't Antonio Rudiger going around? Have you around seen and... Mitrovic celebrate? Jesus, I mean, come on, <laughs> it wasn't exactly that wild, was it? <laughs> well, it wasn't Antonio Rudiger doing that in the in the photos for Chelsea at the Club World Cup. I can't remember who it was as the photo was being taken. And crept up behind them and slapped them on the back really hard. <laughs> wow. And they were shirtless. And so you can see Ow. all of the players cheering, and one of them, I can't remember which, just going, ah, I can't believe you've done this. On his back, yeah. I imagine. So it's a dominance thing, do you think? No, it's all I, a I, dominance thing. I, 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 just, I just think it's japes, isn't it? Everything is a dominance thing. That's like mighty games, isn't it? <laughs> Someone slapping you when you're celebrating something. As long as we get it, I guess. Um, we're probably not going to see games like, well, maybe we'd see Inter-Liverpool 
generally, but we might not see uh, the one we're just about to come on to, Salzburg Bayern, in future because the Times have just reported that the Premier League games of the style of Salzburg Bayern, uh, the Times have reported this week that the Premier League's big six have refused to sign a new owner's charter proposed by the league, which would commit them to qualifying for the Champions League via current sporting merit. Yeah. But that's the thing, because UEFA are having to try and cut off the Super League at the pass. They feel that maybe they've got to offer this historical relevance bit. Now, that that doesn't mean that everyone is just locked in. It means like there are a couple of places that, uh, you know, come with historical merit. So, you know, theoretically, that could be Ajax, couldn't it? Yeah. I mean, although, although with the amount of money they've got, there's no Bryce, bloody way yeah. they're with them into the Champions League <laughs> yeah. in the next couple of years. I like years. your theory. Yeah. Um, I think it might be ignoring some of the key facts around. The oh, theory. it's not ignoring. It's filling in the bits that aren't said. <laughs> it's it's it doesn't sit well with me at all. That idea that you might get in there on on historical merit, even if it is very very recent. It's just like someone else someone else someone else misses out who should have been there on merit surely I'll tell you who it doesn't place. sit well with Newcastle United fans <laughs> <laughs> that's who it won't sit well with yeah I mean it's it's disappointing but not even remotely surprising that it's all six involved again isn't it like, I guess none of them want to risk their status if this comes to pass in the future by being the ones that like well actually no we don't want to be involved because any sort of future Super League could be like, all right, then don't, don't come along. But it is frustrating that none of them will take a stand. I know that they're all, from their perspective, they're all individual businesses that need to protect themselves and get the best possible, you know, deals in the future for however football yeah, might take yeah. shape. But it's it's still, it's it rankles. But they, they signed and for I don't the, like being rankled. They, <laughs> but they signed for the Super League. So do we expect exactly. that? Well, yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, they said I don't, they, I don't was, think they we, said they got it wrong, most of them. No, they said we got caught. Oh, is, yeah. is is what they said. I mean, they were never the drivers behind it because if you're in the Premier League, there's not the need to go for the big cash grab because yeah. you got you it already. Or, grabbed the or, cash or, or already. The it's, cash is already in your boot. Yeah. Ex- <laughs> or, yeah. We were attic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Salzburg. Um, oh, I was going to say crafted out a tie, but not really. It was one-one final score against Bayern Munich, but they were ahead right up until the 90th minute after a kind of lucky uh, opener from Adamu on the 20 in the 21st minute. This was cool. I really enjoyed watching this game, um, Brass, and it and all of the stuff, the kind of high pressing, all the fact that they were so young. They're, hilariously, their coach is even younger than Julian Nagelsmann, Matthias Yasle. Yasle, are we? Yeah. Yesler. Yesler. Thank you. The, so it's just quite yeah, the, interesting to see them in action. The, there's a proper pipeline there of a second tier yeah. club as well, yeah. where um in, in, in Austria where where it all happens from. And then who knows which German club the stars of this team might end up at next, which unconnected German club the stars of this team might end up next is is hard to figure out. Although um they have spread their wings obviously by selling Erling Haaland to um Dortmund. Um, in the last couple of years. Karam Adeyemi is likely to be going to Dortmund this summer as well. That's pretty much sealed, uh, that deal. And he obviously had a very good game last night. I think it's easy to look at this game and think, oh, they just had it snatched away from them right at the end Mm -hmm. because of the the timing of Coman's equaliser. They were hanging on for a really long time. Mm. And I think that's the other thing. When you play this high-intensity football, no matter how young and fit you are, 
Like there's going to be a <laughs> point where... You're going to look pretty decrepit by the end, and they yeah, did. Yeah. And in fact, they should have, or they could have um, scored Bayern in the very last minute of injury time because there was a foul given on uh, against Thomas Muller, I think, mm. in the box. And it, it, he'd like punched, their goalkeeper had punched out the yeah, ball, I, I, but not at all comprehensively. It was good because we've had a few games this week that have either been walkovers or in the sense of this Inter-Liverpool game, shouldn't have been a walkover, but the, the result leaves it totally closed for the second leg. Mm. It's nice to feel that something's a bit open going forward. And, mm. you know, this is a suggestion that Salzburg could cause them difficulty again in Munich. I still feel weird without away goals. It's going to take some getting used to, isn't no. it? Oh, it's, I don't, it's, I, it's I'm so, just in denial. It's but. so weird. But in this situation, it's actually quite good, isn't it? Because come on scores the equaliser and you think, oh, that's a pain. But you don't think, oh, it's finished the tie. Mm. Which, mm. you know, because imagine Salzburg have to go and, you know, that they can't draw nil-nil. Yeah. You move on not, not so that they're the fast, sort of, not, not that they're the sort of team that want to... He's so flexible. He not just moves the sort with of... the times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to get over it, I don't think. You're not? Away girls, no. Right, like okay. we were saying yesterday, it's just... No, it's... it's pandering it, to the big teams. To, totally. It's, it's, it's taking away another layer of jeopardy, but, you know, find the joy where you can, I reckon. Right then. And there is some joy despite all the background that I'm sure, as we said, will be talked about in, on the continent. Uh, you might have noticed in the uh, Inter-Milan-Liverpool um, game, some lovely advertising. The main shirt sponsor was uh, Fan Tokens Inter on their shirt, something mm. like that, or, or like a dollar sign Inter, yeah, is it? Yeah, Sinter, it looked like, didn't it? Sinter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and that's something we're just going to come on to quickly before we go to a break, because there's been a bit of uproar around UEFA's decision to partner with a company selling cryptocurrency fan tokens. Uh, it's been described as incomprehensible by football supporters Europe. Um, now, look, I mean, UEFA are by no means the um, first organisation to partner up with Socios. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it like that. Um, Arsenal, Tottenham, everybody, yeah. um, all the great and the good. Not yet. Wimbledon, Brass. I'm shocked. You should, <laughs> you should, get, you should get on to them about that. It's another way of uh, showing you a true fan. Anyway, the perspective or the way it's being sold is the idea. And here's something from the Socios website. We believe passion should be recognised and every fan has a right to make their voice heard whether they are wherever they are in the world. Influence your team, access VIP rewards, blah, 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 and join a global community of super fans. So it's like a kind of Pokemon card, but you've got to pay, I think, but you've got to pay for it or you get you're, you've got to pay for it in cryptocurrency, which is unregulated. Yeah. Now, Jim, you probably would consider, I mean, first of all, you'd see yourself as a super fan, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. So how many fan tokens will you be buying? Well, I suppose as, as many as I can afford. Is that what you want to hear? Arsenal, is that what you want? But yeah, it's um, it's an it's it takes a while to get your head around it, doesn't it? Because it, it essentially, is, as you've touched on there, it's it's built on blockchain technology, and to use it to to buy the fan tokens, you have to buy the cryptocurrency first. That you can't just so you can't buy them. Like, I've got a so and I yeah. would like to buy a fan token. Yeah, but the the issue is that the cryptocurrency itself, being a cryptocurrency, it can fluctuate in value, which has already ha- has already happened. The the Arsenal one, I think, went down in in in. Something like sixty percent. I don't in think we can blame to... crypto for Arsenal. I, th- I think I, <laughs> we can't blame crypto for Arsenal. 
I think when when you say they can go up, uh, they can go down as well as up in value. You're meant yeah. to say that very quickly yeah. in a quieter voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At the end, yeah, it's um, it's it's confusing. It's very confusing, and I think that's part of the problem, isn't it? It's a lot of people getting into crypto at the moment clearly don't actually know what they're getting into. Yeah, and that, that is a big deal. I think especially off the back of what happened with Football Index, where people felt yes. it was an investment, and it wasn't. It was it was gambling basically and it was made very very unclear and obviously a lot of people lost out in a quite intolerable way because of the the way that was presented clarity is all you can ask for because i think in terms of clubs trying to monetize loyalty that is nothing new mm-hmm. i go back to when i was a kid and i used to call club call for example look at which it was he's like always pushing club call isn't it I, I, I'm not pushing it this is a come and get <laughs> me please bankrupted my mum and dad <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was I was strictly limited to like sort of a one two minute call a week or whatever I reckon and they would tell you about the latest Imagine team the phone line. news hot take this is from Brussels. 50p a minute <laughs> no no we're not going there <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, you know, I, I don't, I don't think it's is anything new. The fact that you know, clubs are offering questionable products to try and make the most of fan loyalty. That has always been the case. It's just a different medium. But I think um, we're in a society where we demand clarity, and we should be able to demand clarity. And that's what's important going forward and in terms of showing my loyalty and investing yes. in 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 Wimbledon for example I and thousands of others did that and that's why we've got a lovely new stadium yeah. so there you go yeah. that is that's it. worth spending your money on and a lot of Wimbledon fans not to take it from one extreme to another um do things like collecting for the food bank because I've seen them uh, outside of the old uh, Earlsfield Sainsbury's Yeah, and that's mm. another good way of showing your, your support of your well, club that, is trying to help people in the local area that's the amazing thing I don't thing, know actually. if it is buying one, tokens one led on to the other because the Don's Local Action Group which does that stuff um, that was actually formed by it was originally um, Xavier Wiggins uh, formed a leafleting group to send out uh, leaflets uh, in in the local area about the bond, which um, mm. the Plough Lane bond was how they were raising money to pay for the shortfall in the stadium funding. And the infrastructure that that created, I thought, well, we can actually put that to use in the community as well. So it's, it's an amazing thing. Yeah. I think a part of where this comes from as well is um, the kind of blockchain cryptocurrency idea is um, conceptually is quite strange in, in a lot of ways and nfts are a good example of that where people have essentially tried to if you look at the kind of the, the essentially the like the ape jpegs that everyone's mm, buying now they're very expensive it, they are very expensive and essentially the idea is that you're buying true ownership you know what i mean it's almost like an abstract concept that they've tried to man, to monetize it's like yes anyone can screen grab this this picture of an ape but only you truly own the ape and that's quite weird and i think what's being applied here is it is the idea of being like a true fan, isn't it? Is still something that gives a lot of people status anxiety because football's so global now. Most fans of clubs, realistically, Would they can't go to games. <laughs> exactly, like, and and they there is status anxiety about that. It's like that that sense that like you're not a true fan unless you're in the stadium is real, unless you're you know contributing to the club in some way. I think unless this is taking advantage. Of, yeah. <laughs> I think this is taking advantage <laughs> of that. Really, it's like well, these fans can now say, "Well, we put money into the club, we have our say," and that clout online 
it, it, it's it's an issue, isn't it? You you see people having those arguments all the time. I wonder if like this is an this has been seen as an opportunity to try and make some money off the back of that. So, are you saying that if there were fan tokens that were just bought with pounds or whatever? Currency, no, no, I think re- regardless of what it, regardless of what it's bought with, I think that's where this idea has come from. Yeah, just an, another way of making money from people who live not in. Well, but it's it's monetizing a concept, isn't it? Rather than anything tangible, really. I know that you get to make decisions on what colour the corner flag might be or something, but obviously yeah, that's not, like it's not the, significant. The, the, yeah. the message on the Captain's R band or yeah. something. Was but like in, in the same way that, you know, the, the, the Ape NFTs or whatever are, what you're really buying is the concept of ownership. In this, in this sense, what you're buying is the concept of being a true fan. That's, that's how it looks to me anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Interested to hear what you guys think. You're listening, actually. Write in. Show at footballramble.com. How many have you got? How many are you getting? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Join Luke Moore and me, Pete Donaldson, for an unplanned half hour where we discuss life's great mysteries like can a man survive by eating roadkill as well as the week's most bizarre new stories and your ridiculous adventures like this one about an almost catastrophic shortcut. We eventually came to a large railed fence which I decided we should climb. I scaled the 15-foot-ish fence 
and as I was sat atop ready to jump down, three or four police came running from a little building we hadn't noticed before shouting at me and grabbing my mate Sam. I was faced with the choice of legging it onto the other side of the fence or gallantly going back to help my friend. I returned to Sam, and the quite pissed off police and my gallantry was rewarded as they advised me that I had been climbing into the zoo and would have landed in an animal enclosure. Listen to The Look at Pete Show wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. I'm Martin Keown and you're listening to Football Ramble. Yeah, maybe just once more about the Football Ramble. That'd be alright. Hi. I'm Martin Keown and you're listening to the Football Ramble. I'm Martin Keown. Keown. Welcome back to the Football Ramble with me, Jim and Andy Brassel. With you today, Thursday it is. Hope you're doing all right. Now it's time for some of these. If you've got something for us, showfootballramble.com. Sing it, Brass. I'd rather not, if that's okay. I'd rather just read this uh, email from Joseph Colomy. It says, I want to follow up with yesterday's Pep Talks email from Sam Watts from Nashville. I also live in Nashville, and I'm also an avid Nashville SC supporter. As to the traditions for the new ground, I want to dovetail a bit from Vish's suggestion of housing a hot chicken sando for every goal. The supporters group I am a part of does have a goal tradition already. We all bring flasks to every game and have a tradition of shots on goal, wherein we imbibe local Tennessee libations for every goal. Ooh. Nice. Is that, is that allowed? Well, I, I, it's, it's definitely more suited to this the than basketball, isn't it? Maybe not. No. Yeah. Um, as to the suggestion uh, from Marcus of live goal music, that would absolutely rule. We do, however, have a team institution a tradition with sponsor Gibson of having a local guitarist shred a little riff to officially kick off every home game. We've seen that before, haven't we? As email Sam is surely familiar with. I like that. Isn't like everyone in Nashville like an amazing musician? They probably rotate the guitarist every week. That it's sounds, so I mean, much you, culture. It's dangerous though, isn't it? It's a dangerous tradition that you could end up getting quite battered quite often. The better your team are, the less you're going to remember of it as well. That's true. Yeah. I don't think we should support that necessarily. Stay pure, drink afterwards. <laughs> Daniel Noble's been in touch as well. He said, just thought I'd let you know that Alan St. Maximan was in Spy Bar in Jesmond recently and met Ooh. a university football team called Jesmond Tutu. <laughs> <laughs> nice guy. Gave them 500 quid to go on a night out on. So, oh, yeah. Blimey. Right to, I mean, you're, you, you are familiar with, with the North East, aren't you, Andy? Do I'm you know familiar with Spy Bar. It's oh, about really? three minutes walk from my house. Oh, wow. Good uh, Lord. Actually, yeah. How many football teams have you given 500 quid to for a night out? Well, I haven't been in this week, obviously, <laughs> but uh, that's 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 remarkable. I mean, it's on a strip on uh, Osborne Road, which is it, it's it's just full of bars. It's like yeah, it's just a whole strip of drinking emporiums. So I feel sad for Spy Bar that not all of that money will have stayed in there. Mm. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Also, what was Alan Sam Maximon doing in there? I mean, it's quite a sort of going out sort of place. I mean, he can't really say oh, I was going out for a pint of milk or a packet of pork scratchings or whatever he's, he's loving life isn't he he's, he's just, a fun yeah, guy he's just, yeah he's just out he's, he's out he's, he's out out he's not uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that is there yeah I, I mean it was it was something that became a difficulty back in the day I mean Jermaine Genius didn't he talk about the goldfish bowl yes didn't he the, the fact that it's a uh, it's a big city that's a small town mm. and you know if you're a footballer you're going to get spotted everywhere everywhere 
I don't, well, I don't think Alessa Maxman well. minds that yeah. so much. <laughs> He's Which is a- good news for Newcastle, isn't it? He might stick around forever. Daniel sent in quite a sweet photo of them all with him. And he seems like he's he's getting into the spirit of things. Not yeah. like that. He seems That's like he's being a part of the crew, yes. is what I'm saying. That's nice. We've been hanging out with Alan Sam-Maximan right in. Show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble. Right, tonight it is time for the return of the Europa League. And also, don't worry everybody, the Europa Conference League too. Mm-hmm. Brendan Rodgers is excited. Um, well, he is now. Yeah. Now he knows, now about he knows it. what it is. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, there are... Is it normal? I don't think it is normal, in fact, for there to be so many like old school ties in, in any kind of uh, European competition. We've got Barcelona and Napoli. Okay, we wouldn't normally expect them to be featuring necessarily in the Europa League. Uh, Dortmund up against Rangers. I'm loving that. Well, it's the, uh, it's the playoff, isn't it? Where it's the teams that have dropped out of the Champions League. Yes. Yeah, so so sorry, yeah. So this is the playoff system. 16 yeah. teams competing for eight spots in the last 16. But even so, it does, specifically yeah. those teams together, I mean. like Yeah, I'm all for that. It's great. Uh, proper, proper old school. I mean, the big names, are, the, the thing is, you just go down the list and you go, poorly run, poorly run, yes. having a bad season, need to reconstruct their defence, midfields all over the place. Rangers. <laughs> 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 Jim's in a brave mood today, isn't he? Uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, Jim, in line to start his first game in Barcelona colours. Danny Alves had to move out of the squad, I know, the, the European like squad that, for him. Because I'm gutted about that for him, as I'm sure everybody is. But how like brilliantly romantic would be would it be if in this season of all seasons that Barcelona managed to actually win the Europa League with Danny Alves lifting it? Like, you see, I, th- I think probably having been part of loads of Barcelona teams that wouldn't have pissed in this competition if pre- <laughs> presented with the trophy. Just be like, what the hell he's, is that? He's probably, we're talking about poor Danny Alves being being cut and it is a typically Barcelona decision. You sign four new players, three forwards and you leave the, the defender out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I think there might be a part of him going... You know what? I'm I'm happy not to play for a Barcelona team in this. I won the real stuff. Yeah, and yeah, also yeah. if I want to win the Europa League, I'll win it with Sevilla. Thank you very much. <laughs> in the Europa Conference League, Celtic up against Bodo slash Glimt. I know that's not how you're supposed to pronounce it. Um, look out for this. Bodo Glimt. Bodo Glimt. Well, again, more of this on on the continent. Wouldn't want you to feel <laughs> like it. It was, it was only. There's on. more than just that. Do listen. <laughs> um, look out for this, people. If you see some yellow toothbrushes being waved in the air at Parkhead is because it's a symbol of support for... Butterglimt. Beautiful. And the story is that in 1975, during a North Second Division game, a fan became frustrated, understandably, at a lack of chanting. So he asked for a baton to conduct the singing. Uh, They're looking around for a baton. Has anyone got a pencil? No, someone had a toothbrush and it was seized upon by big toothbrush. It's funny because I thought it was more modern than that. I thought it was like, oi, brush your teeth to the other fans. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the this story is so quaint, so so quaint because of what happened. Except next that it is then you know commercialisation enforcing itself on the game because someone from a toothbrush manufacturer showed up and was like, ah, I see an in here. But no, he was Have sat nearby though, wasn't he? It was like it's it's so quaint and sweet. I think. All right, but I, I don't really understand why you've got like large. Yellow demonstration toothbrushes. I mean, who, you know you, who are you demonstrating toothbrushing on? Like a dinosaur or something? I, I don't really get it. Well, it worked, didn't it? That's a good point, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kettle Knutsen, the 
Burglimt. Boss has reportedly knocked Matt Aberdeen's approach to be their next manager, presumably because of uh, Pete's review of the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, he wields more power than he realises. Donaldson. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, also in this illustrious competition, Leicester hosts Randers, who are fifth in the Danish top flight. Brendan now says that they do actually want to win the yeah. Europa Conference. Because he, he essentially said that um, it's been doing the rounds, isn't it? He? That he's like, well, I didn't even know we were in the competition. But it's a little bit unfair. It's been slightly taken out of context, which was essentially... It has not. He was like, I haven't even heard of it. It was after the last... It was after he got knocked out of the... Yeah, but he said he he was so focused on being knocked out of the Europa League, it wasn't until he got back into the changing room that he realised that they've now gone into the Conference League. So mm. it's not like he's saying, oh, I'd never heard of the competition. All right. Sorry, yeah, that, we should have printed the legend there. The, the whole the whole different thing with as you say the the pre round to face the group winners mm. it's interesting isn't it and it is completely new and you can understand why people are caught on the hot bite I think God you've been an apologist for quite a lot of stuff today I feel like aren't you you're trying to get an Such interview as... with Big Brendy. <laughs> 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 no, this is until we get to the bit about him having big energy to win it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like he's impressing upon us. My Spanish is so good. I speak English like a Spanish man. <laughs> In um, this moment. <laughs> An enjoyable story emerged about one of Randa's former players yesterday. Mads Finger, I think. Mad was... Finger. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like a very good Bond villain. Does no, it, it doesn't. He was at the club for eight years until 2017 and he'd passed his medical for a new club in Belgium and they'd been interested, they'd been following the player for years and they pulled the plug on the deal because according to his agent, his height on Wikipedia was a couple of inches taller than he actually was. The thing is, the way clubs are run, you can absolutely believe that. That is mad. But but it's, it's, it's interesting. Player height in all sports is something that's, it's, it's not really, govern- it's, it's unregulated. It's the crypto of, of football, basically, <laughs> and, of, and, of, and of sport generally. Because in the NBA, at the start of this season, yeah. they brought in a regulation as part of your medical, you're given an official height. Because mm. for, fir- for the first time, because in the past, your height and weight has just been them asking you. So some players lost a couple I'm of inches at the start of this year. Yeah. And Kevin Durant gained like three inches, two inches wow. at the start of this season. Why does he not know how tall he is? Well, he did. Oh. But, but, but what? Sorry, he was playing it down. <laughs> Why would you do that? Didn't one of the other What's guys the point to feel of that as awkward. a basketball player? Yeah. Well, because I, I guess in his situation where you're tall but a good shooter, maybe you want to take a little bit off so people don't think you're so clumsy. That's such a good point. Um, as I've referenced a number of times already today, Andy Brussel, there is more of him today. Uh, on the continent is out later. Dotton and Andy looking back over the best of this week's Champions League with David Carthledge. And they'll also check in with a Portuguese Premier League. I wonder also, Brass, if you'll be talking about Atletico Madrid. Well, it depends. Send in a question. I always uh, do. You and you never bloody answer any of my questions. Look, I constantly send in questions. <laughs> Will you shave your head again? That sort of you stuff. Know, you know what the problem is? You don't have enough burner accounts. That's, That's what the problem is. Get over to Football Ramble Presents for more of that. Lovely to see you, you two. Um, excited to find out what your number is for the head shaving thing. Yes, Jim. we'll see, won't we? We'll see what, what can tempt me into that. I suspect mm. nothing. All right. We'll see. And, Looks uh, good with the beard, Jim. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. All right. Likewise, Brass. Can't wait. Nice to see you. Likewise. Um, on tomorrow's show, it's me, it's Luke, and it's Andy Brassel again. 
can't wait. Thanks for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcasts, der forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.